For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. I hope that all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Outkick. Why Outkick has anything negative to say about Kim Mulkey and why Glenn Gilbo isn't the one doing it beats me. But Kim Mulkey and LSU absolutely dominate. Northwestern State, yesterday, she gets ejected, and you would have thought all hell broke loose. But you know what's crazy is that when Kim Mulkey gets ejected, it's this national news story. But when Nick Saban, when they're playing the School of the Blind and Deaf, or they're playing Chattanooga Tech, or Tennessee State, or whoever the shit it is, that Alabama's playing, and Nick Saban goes absolutely berserk on a referee, on a player, it's, oh, well, that's Saban. He's the GOAT. Well, that's kind of what makes guys and girls like Kim Mulkey and Nick Saban more alike than more separate or more different. We will touch on that in our Rafino's rants. Obviously, some big news happening over the last 72 hours, maybe 96 hours, depending on if you're on the message board or not, awssnetwork.com. Jordan Gilbert from Texas A&M commits the safety, the DB from White Castle, went to U High, went to A&M, had a really good 2022. 
He goes in the portal. He comes to LSU. Xavion Thomas, the wide receiver from Mississippi State, the return specialist, a guy who, quite honestly, who our guest at 730, Carter Bryant, absolutely loves, had a really good year of being a receiver, too. Didn't have the offense that really was beneficial to him. I think Xavion Thomas is a hell of a addition in the portal. And today, even though an hour and a half before he officially committed, and which, by the way, people at on three, not the local guys, but national guys threatening me, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. An hour and a half before A.J. Swan commits, we just sent out the little swan emoji. Paca, paca. That's more of a crow. What does a swan do? Uh, just throwing it out there. If you're under 5'9", don't talk shit to me. Just going to throw that out there. But A.J. Swan, the quarterback from Vanderbilt, has transferred to LSU. We'll talk about all three of those. What do I think about A.J. Swan, which is probably what a lot of you want to talk about. We'll talk about the portal additions first before the Rafinos rants because I know a lot of you want to ask about that. Or actually, we probably should talk about Jane Daniels because it was announced today on Jane Daniels' birthday, no less. Happy birthday to the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback at LSU. Sends out a video today saying that he's not playing in the bowl game, and it's a smart decision that he's not doing it. Looks like Malik Neighbors. Looks like Brian Thomas is going to go because Brian Kelly did talk with the media today. We'll touch on that as well so a lot to touch in on oh and by the way i forgot it's monday carter the power bryant is going to be joining us at 7 30 and after he leaves us we're going to go a little bit longer on the show here tonight because we are taking it off thursday we will not be live on thursday so we'll go a little bit longer tonight we'll go around college football there was just some breaking news dante moore going to oregon what okay sounds good they just got dylan gabriel too we got a lot to discuss around college football. Got a lot of people in here. Blaine Smith says, Lacey coming back is great news. Fantastic news. He confirmed today that he'll be back for the 2024 season. You love to see it. You love to see it. Cody McGee with a $199 Super Chase says, does the game plan change since Jaden is sitting? I mean, Yes, because you're not going to call some of the zone read stuff. Thank you, Cody, for the super chat. 1,000% changes. Brian Kelly actually talked about that today. Um, yeah, it changes. You're going to have to run the ball a lot differently than what you were doing with Jaden. But look, man, I got to be real with you. Win, lose, or draw, I'm ready to see what Garrett Nussmeyer and guys, what will be his first start at LSU? People's like, Oh, I heard meet some people in the LSU media today saying, oh, well, he started against Arkansas. He did not start against Arkansas in 2020. He didn't, or 2021, whatever year that was. He did not start against them. That was Max Johnson that started. Max got hurt. Garrett comes in. Doesn't look great. Does throw a touchdown to Jack Bash in the back of the end zone. You still lose the football game. What was it, like 16-13? yikes but it's gonna be good to see Garrett Nussmeyer how good has he progressed maybe you see Ricky Collins I from for one have been told and broke this news on Friday they're gonna let a lot of guys play you know what is Fitzgerald West who's in the portal he's gonna be playing what happens there we'll talk about that but nevertheless we got to talk about you know what we got to talk about Jaden Daniels right off the top 
of out of the break because man, his LSU career is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. If I would have told you that Jane Daniels would have done what he did at LSU in two years, you would have statistically you would have signed up. And and look, you get another QB in the portal. We'll see. We'll talk about that. We got lots and lots and lots and lots to discuss. So let's waste no time whatsoever. No time to waste. None. None. Uh, I will answer this one, though. He David says, any news on Matt House? You're not going to get any. Guys, I would be. Listen, I'll come on here and say I'm the first one that, that, to be wrong on this if I am wrong. You're not getting any coaching news in, before Wednesday. <laughs> it's not happening. Maybe you get some shakeups after Wednesday, after the early signing day. You're not getting them before. It's just, it's not going to happen. So, I know everybody every week comes in here and asks about coaching changes. Guys, I will let you know, but there's not a lot of movement right now. And until there's until there's movement, I, I've said my piece on it. I don't think Madhouse should be the D.C. going into next year. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. Maybe he comes back and he kills it. Maybe he comes back and kills it. All right. Tons and tons and tons and tons to discuss. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Our good friend Tyler Alexander over at LPT Realty. Leaving uh, his old spot. Got a new one. Same realtor, though. Same dude still killing it. Number two realtor in the state of Louisiana. You guys better give him a call. Do us a favor during the break. Hit the like button. Hit the share if you're on Facebook. So many LSU Facebook groups that you can be doing us a favor and sharing in. Do us that favor. Do it right now. If you're watching us on YouTube, climbing up to getting that 7K subscribers, if you haven't done so already, like, subscribe, notification bell, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you guys so much for giving us those five-star reviews, even though some of these Rudy Poos, Rudy Poos, are out here giving us one-stars to be mean and hateful. It's not going to deter us from asking you to be our friend here. Go hit that five-star review on wherever you listen to podcasts. Get to a break. We discuss Jane Daniels. We discuss the portal. Carter Bryant in about 15 minutes. We all do that next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. We're back. 
Ah. Hey, myself muted. Nevertheless, we are back. We got lots and lots and lots to discuss. Jaden Daniels announced today that he would be opting out of the ReliaQuest Bowl, formerly the Outback Bowl, and will be entering the 2024, or yeah, it would be 2024, 2024 NFL Draft. It feels as if to me that I was just doing a show on Jaden Daniels literally 30 minutes before he committed. We had gotten some intel that he was going to be committing. We did a video, a live show. We talked about it, what the addition to him or with him would be. Tell us you. I remember vividly doing that episode. I remember being in the old studio during that episode. But what Jaden Daniels did at LSU is, and again to me, I think he's the second best player to ever grace or ever put on the LSU uniform. He went 502 for 715, so 502 completions for 715 attempts, 70.2% completion percentage. He threw for 6,725 yards, 57 passing touchdowns, seven interceptions. He ran the ball 321 times for 2,019 yards and 21 touchdowns. Guys, that's his LSU career. He had a career where he had 78 total touchdowns. 78 total touchdowns. He threw for 6,700 yards in two years. All while, all the while, in two years, running for an extra 2,000. So, basically, he's almost averaging 40 touchdowns a year and 4,000 yards a year. The kid is unreal. Unreal. He's been unreal. I know a lot of you thought last year that he should have been pulled. And my big ass would come out here and tell you, uh-uh-uh, like the Jurassic Park movie. Uh-uh-uh, when you enter in the bad password. The kid, all that kid, I should say, always had that talent. Always was, if he just had the time, was going to get you over that hump. And quite honestly, guys, he did so much this year, you shouldn't have lost to Ole Miss. Your defense has to be better to bail you out and help you out against a team like Florida State. Oh, by the way, you should have beaten Alabama on the road. You should have. You're not as far as you thought. Killing Alabama in the first half. Coming out in the second half and scoring a touchdown. Being up seven against Bama in the third quarter. Your defense can't make a stop. I think it's a very smart decision by him not to play in this ballgame. It does nothing for him. Jane Daniels doesn't owe you a damn thing. He doesn't owe me a damn thing. He doesn't owe LSU a damn thing. If anything, LSU owes him something. Guys, he's the best player in college football, and in my opinion, it's not remotely close. Not even remotely close. He took the offseason very seriously. He ran with it. He focused on the mistakes that he made in 22. He came back and fixed those in 23. We only had three Heisman Trophy winners in LSU's history. He's one of them. It feels degraded a little bit because there's not a national title that, that's put onto that, which it, if we're being real, probably should be. Because offensively, you had the team, you had the weapons. You had the O-line, running backs, wide receivers, quarterback, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, wide receivers coach, running back, Hell, even a good offensive-minded head coach. You had the team offensively to win a national title. You couldn't get over the hump. 
he gains nothing in any of this. So I want to be the probably not the first, but could be the last. Maybe probably not even the last. I want to thank Jaden Daniels for everything that he's done at LSU. Guys, in year one, he won the SEC West and a rebuilding year under Brian Kelly. This year, he's lights out. 50 touchdowns, 4,000 yards passing almost, another 1,000 or 1,100 yards rushing, 10 touchdowns. He went crazy. He went absolutely crazy this year. I, I, I will continue to say this until I'm blue in the face. Some of you don't agree, and I really... I love all of you. Really, I do. I don't make a living without you being here. He deserves to have not only his name, but his number in the rafters. Because, again, when it's all said and done, he's the second best player that's ever put on that uniform. You, deep down, you know it. I know it. Your meemaw knows it. Hell, even... Oh, where'd my picture go? I don't even know where my picture went. <laughs> oh, there it is. Anyway, I have a picture of my Meemaw. My Meemaw knew it. Everybody knows how great he's been. Again, 6,725 passing yards, over 2,000 yards rushing, 78 total touchdowns, Heisman Trophy, Walter Camp, All-American. He's great, man. And just thank him for being here. Thank him for being a Tiger. So, Jaden, thanks. I thought the video was awesome. I thought the video he posted was awesome. I'm leaving the room in good hands. And he's talking about Garrett Nussmeyer, right? He's talking about Ricky Collins. He's saying, I'm leaving, I, I'm leaving everything in good hands. And look, we'll talk about this in just a moment. But you got two, your two best receivers playing this game. Jaden's going to probably be a top five pick. At worst, a top seven pick. He's got everything to lose and nothing to gain. So, just want to say thank you to Jaden Daniels. All right. Speaking of quarterbacks, LSU just I, – I tried to send hints, okay, throughout the day. Posted a swan emoji. I don't even know the, 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 the sound that a swan makes, but I would do it. Try to give you some hints that A.J. Swan, the former Vandy quarterback, would be committing today – Thought, and I will be real, thought the kid was going to South Carolina. Winds up doing a complete 180, leaving South Carolina, going to be a part of the LSU QB room here in Baton Rouge. That's one of the additions. We will talk about him first. Jordan Gilbert from Texas A&M. He also has committed to LSU. And our buddy Carter Bryant, who will be joining us in about seven minutes, his favorite player, kids never even – you know, caught a pass or ran a route at LSU yet, but Xavier Thomas also commenced. So let's start here. A lot of people are questioning about the commitment and LSU getting a portal quarterback. I don't know how many times we've said it on this show the last two weeks, but I know over the last two weeks, we have been discussing at nauseum that LSU would go out and get a portal quarterback. Thought that they would go with a kid or a guy maybe a little bit more mobile. But they go with A.J. Swan instead from Vanderbilt. Look, I think A.J. Swan personally, I don't know if he can come in right now and start over Garrett Nussmeyer. I don't think that he's necessarily expected to. But 
you are adding a guy with not only experience, guys, he has more experience in the SEC than Garrett Nussmeyer does. I know that it's at Vandy. I, I, I get what you're saying. Oh, that kid was at Vandy. Okay, let's look a little bit deeper into it. In 2022, A.J. Swan wasn't as bad as you would think. He played a lot, but he was rotating in and out. He had 1,274 passing yards, 10 touchdowns, two interceptions. Accuracy-wise, wasn't great, but he made some big-time throws in some big-time games. And look, Vanderbilt was a game away from getting into a bowl game. Now, before you say, oh, Blake, so what? They couldn't even get to a bowl game. Sure. That's not what Vandy was built and is built to do. Thought he had a really good 22 doesn't start the year in 2023, gets beat out, but due to some injuries at the quarterback position, later in the year has to start, and I thought did pretty well. Threw for 1,457 yards, okay? Threw about 200 passes or had 200 passing attempts. The interceptions went up, but I think it was mainly due to the fact that outside of Will Shepard, he didn't have the pieces around him like he would have at an LSU. Throws 12 touchdowns, seven interceptions, also has a rushing touchdown this year. So essentially you have a guy that more than Nussmeyer, more experience, has 22 passing touchdowns and 23 total touchdowns in the SEC at a lower tier school. If he is a backup option, I don't mind it at all. Do I think that he can come in here and push Garrett Nussmeyer? The truth is, I think it's a perfect fit in the sense of a guy that can come in here and push him. You got Ricky Collins and Colin Hurley coming in. This pretty much essentially, at least in my opinion, shows, and they weren't going to do this anyway, but Colin Hurley's not going to come in here and play next year. That red shirt is going to be worn all year long. I don't know if Colin Hurley ever sees a snap. Now, I will be interested to see what happens if... You know, as we go along the spring. Now, Garrett Nussmeyer has the ultimate test here. To go out against Wisconsin, against two, let's call it what it is, probably in premier first-round picks and Malik Neighbors, which Malik might be a top-15 pick. Looks like that he's still playing. At least Brian Kelly says today that he's still playing. Along with Brian Thomas Jr. This is, this is Garrett Nussmeyer's test. Now, a lot of you have asked and said to yourselves, why add A.J. Swan? Because the absolute worst thing that could happen. I'm talking about the worst thing that can happen. You have a guy with well over close and close to 400 passing attempts in the SEC that at worst is going to back up Garrett. At worst. That's the worst that can happen. By the way, I told you this last week. Now, I hope you were listening on the show last Monday because I should have pulled up the clip. I should have clipped it and put it up here. I didn't, but I'm just going to repeat what I said. There was a lot of talk inside that building over the last month about adding a quarterback mainly due to, and Brian Kelly even alluded to this to some extent, mainly due to the fact that you just look at the fir- the team that you played first in the beginning of the year in Florida State. Look what happened. You're a rolled ankle away. You're a 
sore shoulder, dislocated shoulder away from a kid that hasn't thrown 15 passes in college football in Ricky Collins having to be your quarterback. Again, at worst, you could do a lot worse than a guy like A.J. Swan being your backup. Now, does he come in here and push AJ, uh, push Garrett? We'll see. We got a long way to go before that. I love the pickup. Now, can AJ Swan play? There's two things I'm going to say to this before we talk about the other two, two portal additions. Number one, in Mike Denbrock and Joe Sloan, I trust. I, hint, hint, wink, wink, have been told that a longer conversation between Brian Kelly and Clark Lee happened about A.J. Swan, and I'm going to trust this offensive staff. Guys, they're the number one total offense in the country. Oh, well, we had Jane Daniels. I don't care. They have earned the right to tell me what they think about a portal quarterback. They've earned that right. Who am I to come out here and say that they're wrong? I'm not going to. Your your QB room is better with A.J. Swan and Garrett Nussmeyer being in there. All right. It's not the only portal addition. Not the only offensive player that they've gotten in the transfer portal leverage. Xavion Thomas, the wide receiver from Mississippi State. Now, let me just say one quick thing before we get to Carter Bryant. Xavion Thomas, without a shadow of a doubt, is Carter Bryant's favorite player on LSU. He's going to come out here and he's going to tell you that. But you know what else? And Carter Bryant will tell you this too. I was the one that put him on, uh, Xavier Thomas. (laughs) Inside joke, he was the one who told me about him. Here's the biggest thing. Xavier Thomas... In kick returns alone this year, averaged 33.7 yards per return. Oh, by the way, had a kick return touchdown. He had 40 catches, 503 yards, and a touchdown. The touchdown numbers don't worry me at all. Mississippi State was a dumpster fire offensively, and this kid had rotten lemons and made the best lemonade that you can have. 503 receiving yards on that team and that offense that one week they're running 12 personnel under center handing the ball off to the next week they're trying to go back to the air raid. I mean, they're changing offensive systems more than I change underwear. I think Xavion Thomas not only more helps you in the punt return game, which you have not had and quite honestly don't have to really worry about, the kick return game, because I think he's a hell of an addition to what you're going to have at receiver. I don't only like the pickup, I love the pickup. Love it. Maybe I'm the only one. Lastly, before we get to Carter Bryant, Jordan Gilbert, the former or the safety from Texas A&M, who only played in two games this year, but had a really good 2022. Had 61 tackles, two interceptions, four pass breakups in 2022 at Texanium. 
also transferred to LSU. Guys, he's a day one starter. He's better than anything you have in that room right now. Anything. So if you're going to ask me if I think that he's a, a good – I had people ask me if I thought he was a good pickup. No, I think he's a great pickup for you because he's better than anything you got in that room. Sage Ryan technically entered the portal. I wouldn't be surprised if we go out to practice tomorrow and Sage Ryan's not out there practicing. But adding a guy like Jordan Gilbert is a big deal. I, I, I think the kid can – my thought process about him, I think he's a little bit more athletic Jay Ward. A little bit f- bigger, more physical Jay Ward. The dude is rangy. He plays coverage really well. You can put him in man-to-man against a tie-in. He's very physical. By the way, early this year had a half a sack. You can blitz him too. Dude's got high football IQ, high football awareness. Now, the last thing I'll say about the portal is this, because a lot of you are going to tell me, Blake, you are um, putting the rose-colored glasses on. This isn't enough. It's not enough. Are you watching what Ole Miss is doing? Do I believe that LSU is going to add other pieces in the portal? Yes. Do I think that they're done even with signing day coming up on Wednesday in the high school ranks, maybe even at defensive line? No, I do not. Do I think that LSU is doing everything they can to get guys like Mason Smith and Makai Wingo to return? Yes, I do. 1,000%. But you're going to have to add more pieces because if you're watching what Ole Miss is doing right now, they're going to be – guys, Ole Miss is Florida State. They're the diet version of what exactly what Florida State did a year ago. You got to do a little bit better. But I will tell you, hold, because they're not done yet. What you don't know is what you don't know. All right? I think LSU will continue to add pieces. I think they'll, they're being very selective and picky on some pieces and good on them. Because last year, they tried to throw as much shit on the wall as they could to see what stuck. Denver, Harris, and Deuce Chestnut did not stick. The truth is, they were busts. They were busts. I when when Denver Harris committed to LSU on this show, which I got, I even got a small little life threat. I said, for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I don't know if this kid's not going to be a bust. They are being selective on what they're doing and who they're going to get. I don't mind that. Don't mind that at all. All right. Um, Simper on YouTube with a $2 Super Chat says, How excited are we to see Nuss spin it with the ones? I'm very excited, Simper. Very excited. Not as excited as our guest, though. Thank you for the super chat. Not as excited 
as our next guest. He's here every Monday. You know who it is. It's Power Hour LSU. We talk to Carter Bryan next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements by the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell me, your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Bayou Daiquiri's at Bayou Bowling Go is owned and operated locally by Steve and Lisa Bean. You can find them at 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington, Louisiana. That's 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington. The North Shore's first crawfish drive through is about to step it up another notch by bringing you drive through daiquiris as well. You can call in your order today at 985-888-1914. 985-888-1914. Because you know what? Daiquiris and crawfish. It's a Louisiana thing. Carter, the power Bryant. How goes it, good man? What's up, Blake? How are you this evening, man? Uh, I am doing well, but I will tell you, there's a lot of freak out, freaked out people. There's some additions in the portal. Your favorite player in LSU history is now officially a Tiger. Never caught a pass at LSU, but Xavier Thomas is here. Looks like Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas are playing in the bowl game. Garrett Nussmeyer going to be QB1. We got a lot to discuss, but I'm going to let you choose, my friend. What do you want to discuss first? Well, it's the big story today for me, Blake. There is not one person who won today more than Garrett Nussmeyer. First off, he, he started watching too much AYS, and he said, look, I, I got to grow a beard. So he's got the beard going now. Okay, He he's does. He fan. does. All right. So let's just roll through everything that happened today. Okay, so let's, finally you want to start with Jane Daniels? Yeah, so it was it was already known Blake that he wasn't going to play a bowl game. You could kind of see it last week, and it was also known, as you alluded to a minute ago, that LSU aggressively searched for some type of quarterback in the portal, right in the middle of a Heisman Trophy 
uh, run for Jaden Daniels, you know, going up to New York City, there's a reason why Joe Sloan went to go meet with Morris in his apartment in North Carolina. LSU really wanted to get a quarterback locked into this room. A lot of it is because of the reason that you just stated of what happened in Florida State, but a lot of it is just experience. So you're Garrett Nussmeyer. A.D. Swan from Vanderbilt is a guy that's coming into the portal. Now, I do agree. His experience, and he does have some really good throws on tape. And on top of that, a lot of experience, right? He's got starts. That's always a good thing. That's something that Garrett Nussmeyer does not have. But, number one, he doesn't run. He has some running ability. He does show a willingness to run, in particular the UNLV game. He had some really good runs in that game. But... He, he's probably the same speed as like a Tom Brady, if you will. He, he can't really run all that well at all. <laughs> and the second thing, Blake, is A.J. Swan is not that great, okay? Can he turn into something? Yes, he's going only into year three. But last year, if you look at his QBRs and some of the interceptions that he threw, Blake, they were bad. They are really, really bad. So Garrett Nutmeyer, and you can't beat out A.J. Swan for the starting role when you have all this experience on him in the room. That is, you. Well, it wasn't ever meant to be at LSU. So big W for Garrett Nussmeyer because I I think this locks him locks in him being the starter next year. I'm going to disagree with you on one thing. I think we got to be careful of saying how bad a quarterback can be after we just saw Jaden Daniels go win a Heisman, and his last year at Arizona State was not good at all. Like let's call it what it is. I, I mean. He he had some really challenging stuff. And Carter, he's playing against Georgia and he's at Vandy. Right? Like he's having right. to he's having to make throws not on time to have any form of chance of winning the game or winning the rep. I think that his 2022 film was a lot better because look, he had a 10 to 2 T D to touchdown ratio. I think the kid can get better there. Let's go to your first point. You said there's not a bigger winner today more than Garrett Nussmeyer. Carter, this is the ultimate this is the ultimate prove me game. You're in a bowl game, you got two oh, yeah. first round wide receivers. You gotta go make something happen. If you can't make something happen in this game, then yeah, there's gonna be question marks. How do you how do you foresee Garrett being able to do in this in this game? I I think he'll do well, but this is the biggest win of them all. For the whole LSU staff, Jaden Daniels gets to end on a high note, all right? The second thing is Garrett Nussmeyer gets his first start. This mm-hmm. is what LSU fans have been anticipating for quite some time, right? What would an offense look like with Garrett Nussmeyer? And the big thing today, Blake, was Brian Kelly acknowledged that you do have to move some things around and change some things as far as the game plan is concerned for him to succeed. Now, going back to A.J. Swan. I do agree with you with the Jaden Daniels thing. I do think Jaden was a better collegiate player at Arizona State than Jay, than AJ Swan was Agreed. at Vanderbilt. Not but even one, agreed. One, right. One thing I one thing I would say though, in AJ Swan's defense, he was put in a lot of tough situations, protection just breaking down, and it, it blew me away how many times he really had to throw the football into heavy coverage just to, to try and make a play. And some of his mistakes were were via that. But, man, um, th- there was some good things with that. Now, as far as the Garrett Nussmeyer start is concerned, guess what? 
he's going to have really good receivers to throw to him. Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. are confirmed playing in this game. So it's obviously a really good thing as well. Now, Blake, once again, you've played the game. You understand this because you've been in collegiate locker rooms. You're the guy. Garrett Nussmeyer, this is the four years you have been grinding for this opportunity, for everything to be built around you, and you're going to get a New Year's Day bowl game versus Wisconsin team that's probably one of the worst teams playing on New Year's Day. So this really sets up nicely for him. I think Garrett's going to succeed. I think he's got to go out there and prove that he can do something. Like, I, I, I look, do I think Garrett's going to be fine? Yes. Do I think that he has a lot of time that he's got to grow? Yeah. Like, I mean, to expect him to come in here and not make a mistake against Wisconsin is stupid. Like, if you think he's going to come in here and just nuss bus on the way, her, her, here comes the nuss bus yeah. and he's going to, you know, light everything up. That's not a fair thing for you to assume that he can do. What I do think, okay, is fair. you got to make quick and smart decisions. You could Just get the ball to number eight. All else fails. Everything else fails. Get the ball to number eight. Because you, the last thing you want people remembering is you going into Georgia, you throwing 300 yards and a half on the national champion, you go out in Wisconsin and you start smacking that ass. Okay, then you got something rolling here. But I will say this. I think that A.J. Swan, for LSU's current makeup, meaning what they have in that room, is the best quarterback in the portal right now that has the experience because he can be a bridge guy. And number two, he can push He can push Garrett enough to get him over that hump. Now, let me ask you this. No, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay. Do you think he can beat out Garrett for the starter's job next year? Not at not at this exact moment, no. Okay. But he also, okay, is not going to have two first-round wide receivers either that we know sure. of. Yeah. All right? So, again, I, I don't know. Look, there, there, there's I something mean, to be it, said, Carter. There's something to be said for a dude that has 400 passing attempts in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Carter, here's another thing, too. Best. He almost has as many passing uh, uh, passing touchdowns as Garrett Nussmeyer has attempts this season. And one more thing. He's going to have the best offensive line and, and <laughs> coaching staff he's going to have in, in – in his career so it's 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 huge hear me and hear me now listen to your buddy if you think if you think that brian kelly and clark lee didn't have long conversations about aj swan you damn fool <laughs> clark lee might be fired next year so i i'm just saying All right, Xavion Thomas, the your favorite player in LSU's football history, has just entered the or entered the portal and is now an LSU Tiger. How excited are you? Uh oh, I'm right here. Oh, okay, well you're right you kind of you were kind of going in and out. Xavion Thomas, an LSU Tiger, your favorite Tiger of all time. What do you think? Uh, he's one of my favorite. Louisiana recruits at the skill position player 
um, position that I've ever watched. I mean, this high school tape was just a thing of beauty. Uh, the speed, the ability to just make guys miss, and we've seen that up to this point, Blake. I was shocked that Mississippi State didn't try to use him more as a receiver, as true freshman. They were a wide receiver, though, right? They had some really good pieces there. Um, so this past year when you know Will Rogers went out, they started working him in more with the wide receivers. And Blake, he kept making plays. I mean, really difficult catches. Uh, we just did a full film study on his most difficult catches, and he played really well in the Egg Bowl, his final game uh, right. as a Mississippi State player. It's a guy who wanted to be um, – well, I'll say this. He was interested in LSU last year. He entered the portal last year, and That's now right. we're, we're at this point where he gets the opportunity to come play for the home school. So it's a guy who loves LSU. This is a guy that that's, you know, a, a dream spot for him. And I think if you actually sat down and watched him and not just look at his recruiting ranking and not just look at, you know, what was at Mississippi State and some of these yards are in garbage time on a bad team, the, the dude can really freaking play. Now, he's not the biggest guy. LSU historically has had, you know, most of the receivers be over six foot. He's a solid 5'10", 5'11 kind of guy. But Blake, I I just think if he's, he's really five ten, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> huh? Uh, he ain't five ten, buddy. I promise you. He's a unit. I mean, he he is a stocky, muscular guy, right? So I I love him. Body control. He's got it all. He's got that dog in him too. He's everything um, we thought Aaron Anderson guy. would be this year. Right. And, you know, I, I think I was on this show and I was on my, on, on my channel. I was like, God, what I, and once again, this was part of just my evaluations of them coming out. I, I really wanted Xavier Thomas to be a part of LSU last year, but now we get to have him this year. And the good thing about that is now it's really going to push Aaron Anderson. It's really going to push Chris Hill. It's going to push a lot of these guys that don't have bonafide roles in next year's offense. So, Really pumped up about that, and and I, I think he's going to be a nice, nice play for LSU next year. You know what? Um, it, it, it's the biggest thing here. Carter, he averaged 33.7 yards per return and kick returns last year. 33.7. Can you imagine getting an offense to the opposite, like to the 33-yard line? For a quarterback that hasn't even started a game yet, he'll have one start underneath his belt. Oh, and by the way, he's averaging over a first down in punt return yardage. Like, the, do I think that he can yeah. come in here and be a good receiver? Actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I think he's going to be your wide receiver too. I 1,000% okay. think because, Carter, look what he did at Mississippi State. Like, yeah. I, I mean, he's – again – there's something to be said about doing not only the punt returns, the kick returns in the SEC. Cardi's got 40 catches and 500 yards in the SEC last year, and Mississippi State offensively was asshole. They were so bad. One week they're in 12 personnel running the football under center. The next week they're going full Mike Leach air raid. Yeah, that's what's crazy is, Blake, so many of these plays he made were very difficult. They were high difficulty type of catches and you know you look at him and you think he's kind of like a slot guy but a lot of it was just him on the outside just mossing people one-handed grabs um that was really his patented thing the one-handed grab um even in the spring game last year you had one 
um, it's it's crazy watching him play. So really excited about him, excited as well with the Jordan Gilbert, and hopefully LSU is able to get some of these higher-name recruits uh, in the portal. I think some of that is on the way. And look, I understand in this chat right now on Twitter, social media, my DMs, your DMs, what about all freaking myths? All right, before we get and to look, that, hold up. Before we get to that, no, hold on now. All right, before we get to that, can we talk on Jordan Gilbert? Because I got a whole segment I want to talk about Ole Miss on. Yeah, go ahead. All right, what do you think? Before we do that, Rolo sends a $4.99 Super Chat, says we need more stout D guys to sure up the D. Pause. But love the QB pickup, but we need more dogs out there to balance the team. What do you think? Thank you, Rolo, for the Super Chat. What do you think on uh, Jordan Gilbert being added from Texas A&M? Yeah, I agree with the Super Chat that LSU needs to keep building. But, yeah, Jordan Gilbert, very nice player, right? Obviously, last year, Blake, someone that you're very, very familiar with, Jacoby Matthews just beat him out, right? He ended up being, you know, the better safety, and, and Jordan ended up getting hurt anyway. So, you know, their safety situation was Bryce Anderson and Jacoby Matthews. Both those guys are really good football players. So, now he gets to go to a safety room that has playing time wide open up for grabs at LSU, the home state school. He's from Baton Rouge, played at U High, so he's back technically on LSU's campus where he played his high school football. Right. Blake, a lot of Texas A&M fans were kind of victory lapping it because he had a bad missed tackle at the end of the Miami game, and it, and it was bad. But he didn't play a game after that game. Yeah, he was because hurt. he was hurt. Right. Right. Like, I mean, he could he have made that tackle? Sure, but he was probably banged up when he went out there to try and make that play. Blake, I, I do like him. I do. Um, are there concern, some concerns about, you know, his ceiling? Can he be something truly special? M- maybe not. But what I could tell you, Blake, is the LSU safety room doesn't need special right now. They just need someone that, you know, can start and play SEC football. And Jordan Gilbert did that as a true freshman, Blake. So it, it's a really, really nice pickup. All right. Very quickly before we get to Ole Miss, Kyron Lacey announces that he's returning. Thoughts on that? He gets a chance to be the guy. He showed you some guy tendencies, right, the Auburn game in particular. And I know it was against Georgia State, but he ran some absolutely filthy routes in that game as well. This is his chance, right, to be the number one option. Now, I'd be interested to know what the chat thinks about this and how you think about this. Do you think he could be – a bonafide number one that maybe not Malik neighbors good, but do you think he can be Terrence Tolliver good? Do you think he can be some you know, kind of a Ruben Randall type of player? I think, well, I think I, I, I honestly, I, here's my God's honest opinion. I've been watching LSU football for, I'm 33. I'm just going to say 30 years. Okay. Cause I have a picture of me when I was three years old in a full LSU outfit. Carter, I can make the argument, He, besides Jarvis Landry, he's the most physical wide receiver we've ever had, without question. I think he's going to get you some of the dirty yards. But look, man, let me let me tell you this. This is why I don't, I, I don't distrust anything that they're doing offensively. Did you see this leap, the leap that this kid had? I, I, I know the argument. Oh, but Jaden Daniels, bullshit. I know the kid had drops, and he's got to work on that. I'm not saying he doesn't. 
Did you see the plays that he made this year? He caught Jaden Daniels' last touchdown in the back of the end zone against A&M against a five-star corner, okay, I might add. Secondly, the best play that I've seen a receiver make, not named Malik Neighbors this year, okay, I think the play that he made against Alabama right before halftime might be the best play that I've seen from a receiver from a balanced, physical, route-running standpoint. I had an NFL uh, NFL front office guy for the Texans tell me that if Kyron Lacey entered the draft, they would select him in the fourth, fifth round because of the way he blocks and how tough he plays. I think the kid can come in here and do some magical I, – I, I like Kyron Lacey a lot. I, I love the way that he blocks. He's, he does everything that you yeah. don't want him to do. Now, with all that being said, I don't know if he can be a wide receiver one. Right, I, I don't think he can be it wide receiver really one. He needs a he needs a dude that you know he can go out there and block for. Carter, he's the best blocker that since Dwayne Bow. I, I mean, from a yeah, physical I mean, from a physical standpoint, he gets after it, Blake. And then one more thing is, you know, when I look at a player, and and I, I get asked a lot about player evaluation, film studies, and all this stuff. All you have to do when you're sitting at home watching a player do something, ask yourself how difficult was the play that he just made? How many replacement level players can make that play? And Kyron, as the season moved on, started making more plays that great players make, right? The run after the catch versus Auburn was really good, Blake. There was a lot of traffic. Obviously, Jaden hit him right in stride, but – he broke four tackles against an Auburn secondary that was really good and has guys that are playing the NFL. I mean, he started doing more things as a receiver that replacement-level players can't do, right? Last year as a receiver, Kyron Lacey was about a replacement-level player, right? Uh, he'd he would catch a hitch, most- a hitch, a hitch, a hitch along the sideline. That's right, all right. he would run. Right. And a lot of it, of course, is Jaden getting better, but Kyron took a leap. Right, massively, Carter. Massively, yeah. It's hard work. It's people believing in him in that room, and that was obviously a guy that, if you're at practice every day, there. That's why LSU was so much higher on him than everyone else. But in actual games that everyone could get to see, you know, you had the drops. But you you saw him start. Yeah, that's got to that's got to get fixed. That's got to get fixed, Carter. I mean, come. I mean. I can stick up for him all the live long day, but he can't drop the football in critical situations. Got to catch him, baby. Got to catch him. And here's another thing. He's going to have to be catch him from a guy who, quite honestly, throws missiles, who does not have, who does not have a, a touch ball. He does not have a changeup. Like, let me, t- let me tell you yeah, something I, I know for a fact. I agree. Okay? Nuss, and Nuss has to work on this, and this can be an issue. Dude, he's ripping dudes' pl- players' gloves at practice. He's throwing the ball so goddamn hard. Huh? No, I know it for a fact. Dude's gloves are being ripped. Pause. He's ripping it wide open. That's what happened to Anthony Edwards, man. You got to be careful out there. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Allegedly. All right. But um, we talked about JD five not going. JD five not going in the bowl game. Uh, surprised that Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. per Brian Kelly are playing this bowl game. I am a little surprised myself, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, I am too. Like, I would have probably said that, hey, they would have said, look, I'm 
I'm I'm done. But that record obviously means a lot to my neighbors. And honestly, Blake, it's more so the lack of opt-outs for LSU, the lack of players that have entered the portal. Now, especially with Sage Ryan, who, as you know, Blake, like a lot of people watching this right now, wasn't the biggest fan of his this past year, but comes with all this experience. Maybe he is deciding and having a shift in judgment. Maybe his market for his services isn't what he would expect it uh, to be. Um, up to this Blake, uh, up to this point, Blake, outside of Sage Ryan, there's not been a significant contributor that's entered the portal yet for LSU. And this would be what I would bring up to every person watching this right now. And I bring up on my streams and all that stuff is where has that not happened? You know, there are significant contributors at a list universities that have entered the portal. Dude, that, it's uh, not happening at Bama. Bama and LSU are the only places it's not really happening. Now, we're about to talk about Ole Miss in a minute. Bama and LSU are yeah, the only two places it's not happening. And Bama's in the playoffs, so you really don't you really don't know what, what anyone's going to do just yet. So that speaks to something, whether you believe in the Brian Kelly culture or, or, or not. It was practically somewhat the same thing last year. So you have mm-hmm. two consecutive seasons where you didn't really and, – and once again, that could change. There's a lot, wink, wink, not that, that could change in the next week, week and a half. I'm just pointing out something that I've seen, that there's just not anyone significant. That's happening at USC. That's happening at Georgia, happening at Florida State. These are big, big, big universities where this is happening. So I, I have been really impressed with the retention, and hopefully – that could change, obviously, in the next week or so. But that, that that does excite me from a Brian Kelly point of view. Yeah, and we'll see what they look like at practice tomorrow. All right, last topic I got for you here. Ole Miss. Um, I, let me just leave this open-ended to you. Thoughts on what Ole Miss is doing? But they're they're going to be tough, man. I mean, these are a lot of guys that would be drafted – that are transferring over to their program from an LSU standpoint, obviously LSU is going to be one of their first tough games on the season, but LSU does get a bye week before they play them. And Ole Miss will be on the back end of a back-to-back road game and their last game of seven consecutive games. So their bye week comes after playing LSU. So you get them in a good spot in the schedule, but the, the main point is they're doing really good things. Now, why is this important? Well, it might not be all that important, Blake, because you could potentially lose that game and still get in the playoff. The flip of that, though, this last year, Blake, was the Ole Miss game would have cost LSU the playoff this year if it was a 12-team format. That's right. It, it objectively would have. That one game would have – change your you have been having the argument should we be in there above missouri because we beat them on the road right Mm -hmm. that and and that would and and look that is a tough argument to make with them having two losses to three losses i would put lsu in because you do have the head-to-head and lsu played a far more difficult uh out of conference than missouri did right but then again this is always the case for avoiding losses is more important than winning games. And LSU just had more losses than 
than than Missouri did, and they handled their business and had some really impressive wins down the stretch. So, look, I I, I got to be real with you, Blake. That Ole Miss game, how we view this season, would have changed drastically. Now that they are good, that does make them a tougher game, but it's not as important as it would have been if the playoff would have stayed at four. They're the di- I said this on Rafino and Joe show last night. They're the diet version of what Florida State did a year ago. Like, they have a lot of players returning, a quarterback returning, a really good running back returning, offensive lineman returning. But, Carter, it's what they're doing along their defensive line that's going to make them a little bit more of a nightmare. I, I get from an LSU standpoint – that you have the O-line that can compete with them no matter – like, I, I'm not worried about LSU along the offensive line. They play other teams besides LSU, right? With that being said, Carter, they can be another 10-2 and two team at worst. They're 10-2 and two right now. They're 10-2 and two right now, right? So, I think they're the diet version of what Florida State is. Here's the biggest thing for me. Carter, who do you think – led the country in sacks last year or this year i mean uh, this year sacks or sacks allowed no who do you think had the most sacks defensively in the country this year uh let me think off the top of my head i'm, I'm gonna go texas a&m it was penn state oh, penn, penn state. state had 48 sacks on the year average four a game Ole Miss just added half of that in the transfer portal. By the way, Walter Nolan's not here. Oh, and let me just add, they have a kid that wears number four named Perkins, too, who also had seven sacks or six sacks, whatever it was. I'm going to tell tell you something. If you think that Georgia's going to walk into Vault Hemingway and doesn't have a chance of being upset, you're, you're an idiot. Carter, they... I can't believe I'm about to say this. Their roster defensively is loaded because they're going to get Walter Nolan. Again, they're adding they, – Carter, they're, they could lead the country in sacks and nobody would know it. Only four road games, too. Only and four road games. games. Eight games at lot. So, no tough neutral siders easy non-conference it sets up nicely for him and trey harris was a little overshadowed by his really good friend malik neighbors this year trey harris was a really good football player for hell Obviously, yeah hell and, yeah he um, was and, and they yeah, add juice wells carter they're adding another receiver that's gonna go off and lane always gets his tight ends wide open and they're gonna get even more open now that they they have bonafide studs on the outside, so they're they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be scary good next year. I, I really do. I'm really am buying their stock. And Lane, once again, these two 10 win seasons. You know, I said the thing on the on my SEC channel, Blake, that I thought Lane hit a ceiling. I was wrong. I did not know that they had what they had up their sleeve for the portal this year. And I give Lane a lot of credit for sticking it out. Ole Miss. Look, if if he. If he really makes a push at a national title at Ole Miss, it is one of it would be one of the best coaching feats in college football history if he's able to win a title there. Well, let me let me say this. Let's just say argument's sake 
that roughly the same exact thing this year happens next year in the 12-team playoff. Carter, they're playing Penn State at home. It's crazy. They're going to – and I'm going to tell you something. Just going to let you know, they're going to win that football game. <laughs> Ooh. Their Penn get, State you, can't you, score. You know why? Because look at what they're doing along their defense. Drew Aller. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's not going to put up 20-plus points on that defense. He's not going to do it. Y'all think I'm playing. And look, I'm going to have people unsubscribe to the YouTube channel because I'm saying this. They're making the playoff. You're already there. I've been. I'm there. They are the diet now, barring injury. Okay, Carter Jackson Dart's returning. Like, name a quarterback that has been in Lane Kiffin's system for three years. Mm. They're gonna make the twelve team playoff, Carter. If you think they were good this year, they're bet. They're gonna be better next year. Okay, so for them to make the 12-team playoff, Blake, they're going to need to only have two losses. If they only have two losses, they're getting in. Okay, so... They, they, they could lose, lose to LSU, they could lose to Georgia. And they can win out. Yeah, you, I mean, you could really see it. I mean, I, I think Oklahoma is in a difficult spot next season. Um, they don't have to play Alabama <laughs> next year. They don't have to play Texas. They don't have to play Tennessee. It's it sets up nicely for him. It really, really, really does. Christian, I don't care what you call it. The facts are the facts, and if you don't want to hear the facts, I'm sorry. But I'm telling Christian's coming in hot, baby. He's coming in hot. Christian's hey, Christian. Hot. Hey, Christian. Would you like to place a small wager? I I I, I might side with Christian though, man, because it's Ole Miss, Blake. Get a it's but he's Ole saying get Miss. a backbone. What the fuck are we talking about? Get a backbone. Go somewhere else because reality is what you're going to get on this show. Have a backbone. You did, I, Christian. I bet you. I bet you a hundred dollars. You didn't know they weren't playing Bama next year. Get a backbone, Come on, Christian. I, I I I got my lumbar support back here, man. I I got a backbone, son. I I got I got a Peter. You just said they were going to make the playoff that. too. I I I I I believe they are going to do it. But here's the thing, Blake. You okay? If they do make the playoff, would you say right now that Alabama and Georgia are both making the playoff next year? Yeah. Okay. So then that leaves LSU. Will they get in? Do you feel pretty good about LSU getting into the playoff next year? As of right now, no. Oh. LSU's not getting in the playoff next year until they until we they have so many question marks. 
Carter, you don't know what they're going to be like at quarterback. You don't know what they're going to be like at running back. You don't know what they're going to be like at, at receiver. By the way, you return arguably the second worst defense in the in the SEC next year. What do you mean? Am I going to put them in the playoff? No, right now I'm not putting them in shit. If you mean to Matt tell House me you're going to come out, you're going to come in here and put them in the 12 team playoff? Well, let me ask you this. Do you think Brian Kelly needs to make the 12 team playoff next year? No. Cuz it won't matter. We're not firing him. He ain't got to do shit. Okay. I'm just making sure we're on the same page here. No. Okay. But I, let's I, be I, real. So, so so Go ahead. So so what so so if Ole Miss gets in, I have a tough time believing with what Texas is bringing back next year that they won't get in. But they're Dude, in right now. In we're we're saying that if yeah. everything is equal, like w- the argument was if every Carter they it, in this process, if this next year's playoff would have been this year's process, okay? Yeah, they would have gotten into the playoff. Here's the problem. I, know, I agree. They are better. They are better. Barring injury, they are better next season than they are right now. You think Texas is going to be better no, next year? No. Year? Ole Miss. Okay? Oh, Ole Miss. Okay. All right? Okay, yeah. So, no, but I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm putting Texas in there. I'm putting Georgia in there. I'm putting Alabama in there. That's four teams. You cannot convince me right now that you know with all the question marks that LSU has – that you would put them in the playoff. You can't do that. I'm, but here's the thing. I'm going to agree with you because I don't think they can do it with Matt House as their defensive coordinator. And I don't think that I, they I, are, I, but I'm just I'm – Carter. Right. What, what have they brought in? Okay, let me just throw this out there. Forget – let's just say you got Bill Belichick as your next defensive coordinator for crying out loud. You legitimately – we're in the hundreds in passing yards allowed. You were 80s in rushing yards allowed. Okay, scheme is one thing, but I also saw you got pushed around by Ole Miss literally last year. Carter, they ran for 300 yards on our ass. They ran all up and down on our ass. I also remember Jalen Milrow going stupid on our ass. What do you guys? I am a LSU Carter. I am an LSU homer through and through. What I'm not going to do is is just come out here and spit bullshit to people that isn't true. I'm with you, Blake. I, I'm I, trust back, me. Back I've, I've been on the wrong. I I I'm, I've been on the wrong end of LSU criticism a lot. Um, I, I I do agree with you. Right now, LSU in its current state is on the outside looking in, but. I could change from now until then. You can add a portal guy here. You can make a coaching change there. But I I think this year, and, and this is one of the more sad things about this year, Blake, is I, I do think the SEC w- was down. I do think there was a lot of teams that fell under expectation. And I think next year the SEC is going to be very strong. I really do believe it. I, I think Tennessee is going to be really good. I'm really high on Nico and – and what they have going on. I obviously we, we said what we said about Ole Miss, Alabama and Georgia's Alabama and Georgia, Texas is Texas. But if you are an LSU fan, 
we haven't really touched on this since I really wasn't, you know, on the show when this happened. But I think LSU's schedule sets up pretty nicely for them as far as the SEC portion of it. So oh, that's I, also a good thing going I, in. LSU I agree favor. with that. Like I, I, I think I, I like the way that their schedule is break broken down. I like it a lot. But Carter, you have just as many question marks in next year's team as it sits right now than you do. Carter, it's 2022 all over again a lot of a lot of ways. And this is going to be the big thing that I think a lot of LSU fans are going to need to answer and a lot of the LSU coaches are going to need to answer. There's a lot of guys that are going to come back to this team, Blake, that didn't play at a championship standard <laughs> at all. Right. And they were – but but here here's the issue with that, Blake, is they went in to this last season with a lot of hype. There was a lot of people that felt pretty good about some players on this team, and they underperformed. Those guys are going to have to look at themselves long and hard in the mirror for LSU to take this next step and and be those guys. And a lot of those guys are on defense, but some of those guys are on offense as well. So for them to take that next step, you're going to need those guys to say, look, it, this is our time. You know, it's our money year, right? There are some, some of these players thought that they could have gone to the NFL this year. So hopefully those things take place. Uh, Adrian Bailey with a four ninety nine dollars super chat says Tackett Curtis just in the portal. Carter, I thought he had a horrible year, but yeah, I'd take him. Yeah, I mean, athletically, he is very, very, very gifted, right? But it it's it's a tough transition in how he played high school football his final season to then flying across the country going to Los Angeles and playing in the mess that was Alex Grinch's system. So, yes, based on talent, based on profile, you you want those types of athletes to be on your team, Blake. But it was it was tough. It was really, really tough. There was going to be transition because you know, when he was at Mania, they just put him out there and they said, go tackle everyone. Right. Right. They put him in that deep safety spot, and he, he just mowed people down. It's just not how football, you know, is played at the collegiate level. Watch I him think go to Ole Miss. have a year to break it. I, I could see it, right? Because th- for his recruitment, LSU had a tough time getting in from the get-go. Even if Orgeron and all those people were still the same, it, it was one of those things that it just—if you really understood his recruitment—it it never really was going in that direction. BK but did I, everything I he could. Yeah, BK just, did everything he could. It, it just didn't. The, the, sometimes some guys just don't want to. You know, go and there's normally one elite guy in in, in every class. You know, this year was Wardell Mack. Um, th- there's always going to be one that you're just not going uh, to get because they just weren't ever going to go there. Carter, the power, Bryant. You know what sucks is I'm going to get so much hate mail, Carter, about me. Oh, Blake, Blake Rafino is being so negative on LSU. No, I mean, just being realistic, yeah, man. It, Bring bring it bring up bring on the haters, baby. Bring the, hate the heat. All right, we'll see you next Monday. Oh no, we won't see you next Monday because it's Christmas. Um, Are we not doing a show on Christmas? No, no. Let, no but let no me say this: off. no days off. Let me say this: put, put, Ben should host a show. Let me just say no this: no days off. Let me just say this. All right, you ready? This is the last show that me and you will be on for the year, more than likely. 
okay, unless we bring you in between the week. Um, thank you for another fantastic year. Let's go, Blake. AYS to the moon. We'll see you, buddy. Cheers. See ya. All right, that's Carter the Power Brian. Always fantastic. All right. I wanted to talk about this um, this thing from with Ken Mulkey right quick. Um, let me just say this before we get out of here. Ken Mulkey was thrown out of the basketball game yesterday. And John Simon is a guy that works for OutKick and wrote an absolutely horrible article about Kim Mulkey going irate and ballistic on the sidelines up 40. John, I would love to have you on the show. Okay, I'm not going to call you any names. Not going to do it. But have you ever watched any sport in your life? Basically, John said in the article that Mulkey gets tossed after going ballistic on officials. Even in a blowout, I'm quoting here, coaches can nitpick. Inconsequential, though, Mulkey and LSU had a 40-point blowout on Northwestern State. And if a bad call is made, if a really bad call is made, why shouldn't Kim go off on a ref who, by the way, if I'm not mis- I know for a fact has called multiple LSU games this year, has been ass water the entire time that they have been on the court together, and Mulkey goes stupid. It's funny to me that a very political news outlet that lets guys like Glenn Gilbo's dumbass come out here and write stupid-ass articles, okay? You're a political sports news place, I guess. That's what you are. You're a conservative news article place going after a woman who, quite honestly, shows no bearing on or shows no real recourse to what her thoughts are. If she thinks it, she's going to tell you. Nick Saban goes stupid on the sidelines. You don't say shit. Kim Mulkey does it, and it's not good for the game. Shut shut up. Like, I am so sick of these Rudy Pooh-ass individuals in sports media. Give me credit. I broke the news first. Well, what about us putting it in our own website, AYSSnetwork.com slash forum, seven hours before you break the news? I'm just giving an example from me. What then? Okay? A lot of you young bucks, okay, that are 30 and younger, look yourself in the mirror and do what's right and stop being a dumbass. John Simon, the article I read that I read this morning at 5 a.m. that you wrote on Kim Mulkey has got to be the biggest filth I've ever read in my entire life. Are, are you trying to be sexist? What are you trying to do? Oh, guys, I just realized we didn't take the Carter Bryant thing down. <laughs> it's just the truth. See y'all tomorrow. Peace.
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.